the college football experience, Cal- uh, offseason coaching breakdown, and Jim Harbaugh back to Michigan episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Uh, sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T state restrictions apply. So grab that today. And remember folks to let it ride. This is Brock Purdy from Iowa state. And you're listening to S G P N let it ride. side of the college football experience talking year two going on year three coaches. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Grab me a cold one. Uh, go listen to the first side. Uh, you know, we talked some current events and we also keyed in on uh, the, the coaches in the AAC, the ACC, basically all the way up to the Mac. So go check that episode out. Uh, we also talked transfer portal and some other good stuff. Jim Harbaugh back at Michigan. Uh, let's, let's, uh, move on over to what do we got next? We got the mountain West conference, the mountain West conference. I don't believe a couple guys oh, in yeah. the mountain in the mountain uh, division of the mountain West Conference. Andy Avalos. <laughs> oh man. For a second, we weren't buying it for a second. Talk about, talk about a guy who's just for what week three this year. We're saying he's going to be fired. He's going to be fired after that UTEP loss. Yeah. Yeah. And then boom, red hot finish. He is now so seven and five year one out of COVID a lot of close losses. If you pull up that seven and five season, I think at UCF close to, I feel like every loss was close. Uh, then he responds this year, 10 and four, they lose the mountain West championship game to Fresno state, but 10 wins. I think that's the standard in Boise. Patty C, I know you're not high on old Avalos, are you? I, I don't have uh, you know, a love or a hate for Avalos. I'm just watching him completely subjectively, or uh objectively, I should say. And he uh yeah, he improved. He improved and met the Boise standard well, this he, year. He Boise. fired he fired uh, you know, Tim Plow and told Hank Bachmeyer, hey, you wanna go with him? Get the fuck out of here. We're gonna go back to ground and pound with Taylor Green, a freshman from Texas who's playing his ass off. And wow. Wow. I mean, I, look, and I think there's a ton of reason to be excited about the future. As long as they can keep green and Boise, that kid's that kid's good. And don't forget that running back true freshman. Also Ashton Genty. Halani's coming back too. So they're going to have, they're going to have a loaded backfield. That's a dynamic yeah. backfield band. And yeah, so they lost to UTEP 27 to 10. And we were like, man, this could this could derail quickly. And what does he do? He turns around three games in a row. He beats San Diego State, Fresno State, Air Force. Yeah, that's yeah. getting it done. They look so much better after that. When they get, it was you know he's a defensive coach. I I can't see him you know like 
Boise making the transition to the air raid, I thought was weird. A, because you're in Boise, which is a lot of times bad weather. Yeah. I always feel like I know Leach did it at Washington State and it worked out, but it, Leach is a fucking genius. I don't know that you can, you know, <laughs> right. honestly, Cliff Kingsbury couldn't do that shit and he ran the same offense Mike Leach did. Sure. Uh, there's certain things, you know, you got it or you don't. And, uh, but shout out to Cliff Kingsbury. Love hell. Did you guys catch that story? What he bought it? a one way ticket to Thailand. Oh, I saw yeah. that picture. The yeah. chick with that yeah. amazing ass. <laughs> <laughs> one way, one way ticket to Thailand. There, there, there's coaches calling for potentially him being offense coordinator. They can't get a hold of him. He's in fucking yeah. Thailand. No shit. Wow. Hey, Bangkok. Hey, I'm <laughs> sorry, but look, and, and I'll Dude, say he wasn't the best good. head coach. Yeah, I love the the fuck you though. Like <laughs> just like you know what? I'm in fucking Thailand. I'll call I, you when I'm back. Dude, dude, <laughs> you got to see these pictures. He posted these pictures of this chick he's with in Thailand. Man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable in a thong bikini. Just this guy. You got him. You got him. Uh, you, you already got him in large printed out and on your wall. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Fucking settle down, Patty C. Yeah, dude. I had to spend five minutes, three minutes in the bathroom after I saw that picture. Look, uh, Taylor Green, 6'6, 220, a freshman. How did, how did everyone whiff on him? Only a three star. That's what I'm saying. How did everyone whiff on him? Comparing him to Josh Allen, potentially. He's got super arm strength. If he can learn to be more accurate, which obviously you'll have uh, several years to do. Right. This guy, and, and this is another thing for the recruiting thing is like, I don't understand with those intangibles. How the fuck was he a three star? Right. Uh, he jumps off screen. When you watch him, I remember when he came in in the Oregon State game when Bachmeyer got knocked out in the, like week one. I said, you know, he's a little raw, but who the fuck is this? Right. 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 Like, he makes he makes plays that jump off the screen. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like an eighty yard touchdown run. And I'm like, dude, this Whoa. guy is right. How does so this again, guy not at a like I mean, I, I just don't understand how even TCU, they're they're losing Duggan. Right. This guy would fit perfectly oh, in their offense. Yeah, he would. Yeah. yeah, he would. Jeez. So again, so all right, so here's another second year coach that went to his conference championship and lost. But the I only thing is, it's you're at Boise. That that's expected. That you have to play for championships. True. B. I'd say I, I'd elevate him to a B. Before I wasn't. I would yeah. probably have him in a CSC plus. I, and I I gotta give him credit. This is his first time ever being a head coach. And to say, hey, you know Tim Plow, we gotta fire you. Tim Plow was was very reputable. I believe he was referred to by Chris Peterson. Right. And to fire you, you know, year, you know, to what three weeks into the season. Obviously, it was the right decision. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, shout out to him. Yeah, I got to give it a B. I'll go. Oh, yeah, we're agreeing too much here. Green, ten rushing touchdowns, five hundred eighty-six rushing yards. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. The go passing watch stats film. have to improve. Fourteen touchdowns, yeah, six yeah. interceptions. But yeah, and they will. They will. If he, I mean, if he can maintain that level as a runner, which he should, dude, as a young dude, they're he rushing could turn into a beast. They're rushing attack next year with him. Is that it's not only that. Like I want to know how many like plus fifty yard touchdowns he had. Right. It was a decent amount. Well, uh, what kind of group of five quarterback in a program at that level? Uh, what kind of program at that level in the group of five has ever had a quarterback of that caliber? Is this the type well, of dude that could Josh Allen? But yeah, yeah, but they weren't yeah. at Boise's caliber. Yeah, that's true. You know, that Boise is a fringe play, or I guess at their best is a fringe playoff team. How about you give Frank them- Harris? Ooh, yeah, and and your boy Goldilocks. Uh, Michael oh, Pratt. Uh, I don't think he's. I mean, if yeah. you're talking Pratt, well, I just know they turned down Power Five money to come back. Yeah, but if you're talking about this dude, like he's Cam Newton over here, yeah, and then he's at Boise, uh, maybe. The question is, is does he stay at Boise? I can imagine. 
that that's going to be something for us to watch. Sure. He's a sophomore next year. And and if he lights up college football, like we think he can, I, you know, we're going to have to see those NIL collect. That's, yeah. what, that's what I thought was so compelling about this year. Patty, see, we did an episode without you. I think you were going cross country, mm-hmm. but Michael Pratt, Grayson McCall and, uh, and Frank Harris all offered yeah. major money for major programs, but their NIL collectives at those institutions brought them back. Boom. That is, is huge. I think for the beauty of yeah, NIL. Yeah, exactly. Huge for the, the pulse of the sport. Uh, that so it, it might not have been dollar for dollar, but it was at least enough to, to, to get them to stay home. Yeah. I mean, even McCall through a coaching change. That was shocking to me. The yeah. McCall one, uh, cause Auburn was offering Auburn wanted McCall. He turned out Auburn money. You know, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Shit, They just paid. They just paid Brian Harson and Gus Malzahn on like $80 million to leave. Oh, you know, they were <laughs> paying these players to leave before to transfer, Yeah, you know, and now they, these kids just probably need enough to help pay their parents rent. You know, I don't, maybe that's a wrong way to put it, but like people need money, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. if you just give them a little <laughs> bit of money to help out, people then need ma- money. It's true. <laughs> Everyone needs a little money, true. you know, people need food. Yeah. <laughs> food is good. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, wait. So, do we have another Mountain Blake West? Blake Anderson. Oh, they're right. Blake Anderson at Utah State. Now, I know he had a little bit of a setback this past year, but won the Mountain West in his first year. Um, and this year, not only did he have a slew of injuries, he obviously had some terrible. You know, uh, the year before he left Arkansas State, he had his wife pass away of cancer, and then this past off season, his his son committed suicide. So it was absolutely terrible. I feel my heart goes out to Blake Anderson. Obviously, Damn. I don't know that football is coming first this past off season, you know, and you're just sitting there. Yeah. I, I can only imagine the mind state um, of Blake Anderson, but I still think he's a good football coach. He won the mountain West in year one. And yeah. And another thing was they got hit with a ton of injuries this past year. Yeah. So I know uh, to grade it. Yeah. I mean, obviously you don't like to see year two, I mean, be worse than year one, but I think there's explanations for that, that you just mentioned. Still got now, to a bowl. Still got to yeah. a bowl. Yeah. I think, I think year three is big now. Like, you know, obviously all that personal stuff is very important, but if we can just set that aside, just focus on football here, you want to see, you know, at least at the same level, if not getting higher, you don't want to see another dip. So it's a big year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you consider that prior to him, you know, they had had an 11 win season or Wells a few years before that, but uh, Gary Anderson went seven and six and then they went one and five in the COVID season. He goes 11 and three. Yeah. I think that that, that came be out of nowhere. That and came and out I'll of be the first to say, like, I thought this was a hire. I did not think would work. Not that I thought he'd be horrible. I just thought it'd be like six to six every year. Yeah. And, and the fact that he got to what uh, seven and what was his he record? He won the mountain West six and seven yeah. last year. Yeah. Two years, two bowl games. That's okay. Even though six and seven, I mean, six and seven is about where this program has been over the last ten years prior to his arrival. The eleven and three thing is a miracle year, you know. And then six and seven, he did go six years in a row being above five hundred at Arkansas State, which is not an easy place to win at. True, true. There were certain years though. I know that they were projected to win the Sun Belt, and they didn't. That's the only thing that scared me when they hired him. I still think he's exceeded my expectations in year one. When he won the mountain West, I never thought he was going to win in a mountain West championship. So he's already seems, made, made a fool like of me. He's the guy that'll do more with the team. You're not expecting much from. Yeah. But maybe when expectations are high, maybe he, he's a, you know, they, they don't really come through. I, I don't know. That's kind of the, 
where it looks right now, but we'll see where he takes it. I, I don't mean to be cheesy. You know, I don't, I hate, I hate doing this, but you gotta like give the guy some cushion, you know, just on personal life. I don't know. This business sure. is business. Yeah. You for know, sure. yeah. That's not cheesy, dude. I get it. Yeah. I get it. All right, same with Bobby Petrino. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Next up, where are we going? Mountain West. What's my alphabet now? I go. Is it uh, Pac-12? I think next, right? Uh, what about? Yes, you're right. <laughs> there we go. Old alphabet. <laughs> Old faithful coming through for me. Uh, Jed Fish, <laughs> your guy. Look, I mean, they were in a lot of games. I saw this team look a lot better. He just got an extension for a reason. Um, but are you concerned? What you said earlier about. The portal Having losses. Well, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, USC went and plucked their best wide receiver and a couple starters on defense away. That hurts. But dude, he went from one and eleven to five and seven. They were almost in a bowl game. And and my big thing is like they still have uh, the the UTEP transfer at wide cowing. cowing, and then they still have Jaden Delora. That's a now, lot. That's good. The, the defensive side of the ball needs some help. Hopefully, he's addressing that. And uh, but I so far, I mean, from from what they were before, remember, Nick, this is your team. You took Kevin Sumlin when they lost seventy three <laughs> to seven. No, like, uh, yeah, I mean, he he came into nothing, and obviously, you know, year one, one and eleven, that showed you where the program was, where when he took it over. So to, to to jump up four wins from one season to the next, that's doing a very good job. It wasn't only that too. It was uh, it was the uh, to me even I know they didn't make the bowl, but they were like. Competitive in some of those, they beat UCLA at UCLA. They, uh, I believe, they had USC on the ropes for a little bit. Didn't get, didn't get it done against USC, but like they, they passed the eye test. They beat San Diego State at San Diego State. Um, they beat North Dakota State, who played for the FCS national championship. They just looked the part. Now you look at this: ten point loss at Washington, uh, eight point loss to USC. Those are good enough for me to say like this. This is that's going definite in the right progress. Direction. Yeah, of course. Eight eight point loss to a team that was uh, a choke away from you know being in the playoff. I yeah. don't know if you call it a choke, but a loss away from being in the playoff. That's a nice performance there. They're you're, they're way and better. And he won the territorial cup. There you go. It's Arizona State. So I, I would give it a B right now. Again, year three is going to be important because I think you expect a bowl game. You want to see the continual improvement. Win win six or seven games, and I think Arizona's in a a nice place. He's he's overachieved where I thought he would be right now. I didn't think they would be right here in year two. I agree. I agree too. Um, Let me ask you this though: Is there a reason? You know, obviously there is a a process for him to improve the state of the program, but is there a reason in particular that Arizona, as a program, can't be elite? You know, is there, is there something that's holding them back? Should we have high expectations of him given enough time to build the program or is there a ceiling that we should expect him to hit? Well, I think in nowadays today, you know, day and age, they can be, you look at what Mike Elko just did at Duke and you look at the NIL era and Arizona's not shy. I think, I think they would pay just like, I mean, look at their basketball program. <laughs> look at their basketball program. It's true. <laughs> Well, I'm not pay, saying they pay would pay like said. USC. I think they could pay though among I don't think there's a difference between them and Kansas State or them no. and uh and not. you know obviously Kansas State. Patty said elite. 
Like Arizona has been elite in their football history for maybe like a three or four year stretch with that desert swarm defense in the mid nineties. Rich Rod had him playing pretty fucking good. Though. Not elite though. Yeah. Not they elite. were like top 15 though. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they can certainly be Kansas state level. There's no reason why they can't do that. They can be a solid program. Why? I have no idea why they can't maintain it. You know, they, they sh- well have every resource that Arizona state has. I would think uh, Tempe's a lot more attractive than Tucson. I, I've been to yeah. Tucson. The wo- yeah. yeah, women yeah. are a lot more attractive too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Arizona's probably got plenty of hot chicks there too. But yes, no, but Arizona they, they State is a special to. case. And that's what's interesting about this in the NIL era is I feel like they they could be if they can just invest in football, you know. I that's a that's a something though that's coming forward that you know, we look at the Pac twelve and we think it's it's you know, Arizona State was having a terrible year. They didn't. They were giving away Herm Edwards plays, so I do expect Arizona <laughs> State to be better. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Deion at Colorado is going to be better, and then it seems like the rest of the Pac-12, the floor is way up. True. Yeah. Very so true. could Arizona is Arizona going to be able to find wins under Jed Fish? You know, I don't know. Uh, I would say right now though they're ahead of schedule to where I thought they would be. Yeah. B. Yeah. Yeah. B. Um, I think that's oh Jake Dickard at Washington State. Now he's <laughs> yeah. Does that count? That's I don't know. I don't I'd know. No, yeah, I would, I would say no. Full yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So I think what that's, were the circumstances with him? He was hired at what? Well, the, the Rolovich they through, fired or? him in the middle of the year because he wouldn't okay. get the shot. Yeah, he's looking like a fucking genius right now, right? <laughs> um, someone in college football give Nick Rolovich a fucking another shot. Seriously, damn good coach. Friend of the program. Shout out to Nick Rolovich. He might um, have to go to Liberty. <laughs> well, they went with the they went with uh, Chadwell, but you In know, a couple years. Yeah. Um next up, I think that's all the Pac-12 right there. Let's hop yeah. on over to the SEC. You know where Rolovich should go? Where's that? He's a devout Catholic, from my understanding. Uh Tommy Reese's time should be limited here at, at Notre Dame. Get him and get him as Notre Dude, Dame's Notre offensive Dame's offense will be flying with him. Yeah. With Come that on. talent. One more year for Reese. Yeah. This is a big year for Reese. If not, Rolo. There we go. Uh SEC, let's start with Josh Heupel. I mean, look, I think we on this very program. I didn't like the hire. <laughs> I look and I was a hypo guy, like in college, you know, Nick. I was a huge fan of that Oklahoma team. I like Josh Heupel. I just thought, nah, Tennessee, I just can't see this working. Uh, I'm an idiot. Hi, we, how we are, are you? looking <laughs> foolish. Cause I was kind of in the same boat. I thought year after year at UCF, they got a little bit worse each year. And I was like, how, why is he getting this promotion to the sec? But obviously he's done pretty well there. First year, seven and six, they lose to uh who they lose to Purdue in the bowl, in the bowl. Purdue. Purdue in the bowl yeah. game in a crazy shootout. And then we know what happened last year, having an excellent season, putting Tennessee back on the map. We'll see what he can do without the hooker. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to Dude, give him at least, at Joe least Milton looked pretty good. Yeah. If you can make hooker look good out of nowhere, you can make Milton look good out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, He's got to be an a right now. Yeah. That's yeah. an A plus. Yeah. A plus. Yeah. A fucking plus. That might be the best hire of the whole cycle. Danny White was his athletic director at UCF. I think that too. I think Danny White knows if you look at his coaching hires, he's the guy who hired Leipold at Buffalo. He also hired Bobby Hurley at Buffalo. Looking all right at Arizona State this year. 
Uh, and Nate Oates. He hired Nate Oates at Buffalo. Jeez. He's a fucking beast. That is the he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. I mean, just look at this year. This year he beat Florida, LSU, Alabama, and Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. That, that if you told any Tennessee fan that five years ago, they'd be like, oh please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Jeez. Oh, uh, Tennessee football is back. Unbelievable. We finally say it. I know that we they had had uh you know, not Colby's blessing and probably none of our blessings after what they did to uh who was it? Um uh Golden Guido. Oh, Greg Shiano. Also Mike Leach. Yeah, Mike Leach did a handshake Shiano. deal. Mike Leach was talking to us about that. Tennessee had some bad karma coming their way, but they hired Danny White. He has the Midas touch and they get Hypel in there. And yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think that and Leipold right now would be the two that really stand out on this uh, on this coaching hire or this coaching cycle. Um, what else? Shane Beamer, Beamer ball. Now I know they're getting rated in the portal this year, which <laughs> the irony is that they were the the aggressive team a year ago in the portal, bringing in a ton of pl- players. I, have you guys caught their uh, transfer portal situation? No, I haven't. Like everyone that's good on that team, minus Spencer Rattler, is gone. <laughs> Um, so I'm guessing this is because NIL, because I mean, look, you, you end this season beating Tennessee and Clemson. You have all the momentum in the world. I have it all here for you. Let me uh, rattle off. The, they should not be getting rated by many teams. Uh, Only the uh, SEC. You ready for this? Yeah. Austin Stogner, the tight end goes back to Oklahoma. He transferred from <laughs> Oklahoma. Okay. Back to sick. Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, their best defensive event, two of their best defensive ends, or like their best defensive players. Uh, Jordan Birch goes to Oregon. Okay. Uh, Gilbert Edmond goes to Florida State. Okay. Wide receiver Corey Rucker goes back to Arkansas State. He had transferred from to, to and played there, and, and now he's back to Arkansas. But Marshawn Lloyd, their star running back, USC. So all the big dogs are picking uh, them off. Their, their star tight end, Jaheim Bell, who was better than Stogner, goes to Florida State. Uh, they also lost an offensive tackle, I believe, to. Alabama. Uh, so they got rated. They got absolutely fucking rated. Yikes. I don't know how good, the, but I mean, you can't, you, this has still got to be an a right B plus B plus B yeah, B plus. I think you have to keep some Clemson. Talent if you're going to get yeah. an a, but I want to know why all these players left. That's what I want to know. I, I mean, I do think South Carolina is probably one of the poorest sec. But they schools. just paid Gigi Jackson, like a million dollars for basketball. True. Look, maybe they didn't mesh with the Beamer mojo. The guy has got more mojo than any court, uh, any coach in college football. <laughs> he he confuses you. I think he wins on pure mojo. He, he lost his OC too. His OC went to Nebraska. I'm gonna give him a B, I guess. But it's troubling that after two huge statement wins like that, like what if all these players came back? I mean, you would be saying like, man, South Carolina, they could be. They, could they still be have Rattler. You still have Rattler. You could say South Carolina could win the SEC East next year all them, yeah. if all those guys came back. Why not? Yeah, they lost Georgia's still in it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, true, but yeah, yeah new quarterback. I mean, yeah. it'd true. Be, it'd be Tennessee and Clemson, two top ten teams. Fair, yeah. fair, and maybe Rattler. That's is why enough. I got to give him a B plus. Maybe it's He's addition better, by subtraction. And I was a skeptic because I was like, this guy's never coached anything before. Uh, He's Dabo 2.0. I, something I gotta in the, give him a B plus. Something in the South Carolina water takes position <laughs> coaches and turns them into championship coaches. 
even even the first year going seven and six was probably better than expected. So yeah, yeah maybe a B plus is the right grade. B plus, B plus. He's on board. You said, look, Muschamp couldn't beat Clemson. You know, I didn't think I'd hear that coming out of your mouth. You were a little. Sus. The results speak for themselves. There it is. So, Col- so hold on. So now the big question will be: What grade does he get after this season? Yeah. Hmm. And should we should we run through a schedule? Real yeah. Quick? Let's yeah, take a peek. Let's go through that schedule. You UNC. Got it? They're gonna beat them. Neutral site. I don't know about that. Not with everyone gone. This is the I type think of Carolina game beats them. The ACC always loses. <laughs> the ACC True. finds a way to True. lose this game. True. Yeah. Furman. That's a at win. Georgia. That's a loss. Mississippi State at home. That should be a win. Could be at Tennessee. Probably three, a loss. Three and two. Yeah. Florida. That's a game they can win off a of bye in Columbia. In Columbia at home. At home. Yeah, off a that. bye, and Florida is coming off well Vanderbilt. So back to back roads at Mizzou at A and M. They got a pretty. They got a rough schedule, man. Yeah. And then Jacksonville be. State. They do have. Well, no, that's not an FCS anymore next yeah, year. Yeah, Rich Rod's coming, baby. <laughs> Vandy, uh-huh. Kentucky, Clemson, all at home to end the season. Rich Rod, you're getting Rodriguez against the Beamer again, buddy. Just like the good old days in the Big East. Beautiful, beautiful. Gotta love it. Seven and five. What do you think? Around uh, there. Yeah, I, I think you got to give him a B plus. But I think we're sleeping on his ability to win games. We don't think he's gonna win. So maybe eight and four. I'd be right. There you go. There you go. Uh, Clark Lee. Wow. Okay, Vanderbilt. You got yourself Who hit a, that over. You got yourself a winner. Who hit that over? It was what two and a half. <laughs> they win five. Was that a lock of yours? Yeah. yeah. Nice. It's not only that they kind of looked the like they won at Kentucky. Beat they Florida. uh, I feel like the who was the other they game they Florida. were in? They, did they beat South Carolina? They should have beat South Carolina. They should have beat South Carolina. They should have beat Missouri on the road, or they lo- only lost by three. I think this is a B, a solid B right now. Yeah. Again, a very, uh, obviously a difficult place to win at came in with nothing. And, and yeah, I mean, look, he ju- he just jumped up from two wins to five wins. Whenever you jump up three wins in a season from year to year, that's doing a pretty good job. Yeah, I agree. And I'll say this, they probably hired the only quote Vanderbilt guy in the history of college football. So <laughs> making that He's move, a for, he played at Vanderbilt. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, former fullback. The only yeah. guy who might not jump ship to a better job. The first fucking instant it becomes available. That's a great hire for not hesitating to make that move. Yeah, it is good. All right. Let's let's, what do we give it? What do we I say? I think that's a B sure flat B B maybe better, maybe better. Like well, this year, if he, if they go to a bowl, that's five a wins a. for Vanderbilt. That should yeah. be an a you guys see what I mean when I first said like, there's been a bunch of good hires this season. I mean, yeah. we're, we're giving all these guys a B other than Sarkeesian, and that's it. Maybe let's get, maybe let's was, get to the know, Sun Belt, my friend, because there's a lot. There's a lot in the Sun Belt. Sun Belt, you have uh, the first one, Butch Jones. Butch Jones, Patty C's boy. That's where things go downhill sometimes. <laughs> hey, he won one more game this year than he did the year before. And he used to play at Ferris State. I'm hoping Ferris State makes a jump to the FCS. I know they play at Montana this year. <laughs> um and he beat Bowden. 
He's still Again. terrible. His team is really talented. He kills it in the portal every year, but they never win any games. You They're like number one in the portal in the Sun Belt every year, number one in recruiting, and they just don't win games. Yeah, I don't know if I see this working out long term. I think I'm going to give it a uh, a deep a deep. This is the greatest. Looking at his whole coaching resume, this is so classic. He followed Brian Kelly at Central Michigan, then followed him at Cincinnati. So I think he's able to look great in those scenarios because Brian Riding Kelly left him. Tales. Yes. Yeah. Then he goes to Tennessee. Now, granted, he had two nine and four seasons, but at Tennessee, I think we all watched Alvin Kamara on the Saints and goes, "Wait, Tennessee had him? <laughs> How did he not look good at Tennessee?" Right. Um, I think he's going to get fired after this next year. Yeah. I mean, again, keep in mind that uh, there were some good coaches at uh, Arkansas State before that: Hugh Freeze, Gus Malzahn, Brian Blake Harson, Blake Anderson. But they had had they one, two, won. three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, nine straight winning seasons prior to Blake Anderson's last year, in which they went four and seven. And then Butch Jones goes two and ten and three and nine. These are their worst two seasons since two thousand five. I think you have to give this a D. I think yeah. it's an F. Maybe yeah. an F. Yeah. I think because another thing is like if you if you're gonna look at recruiting rankings and transfer portal rankings, then he's supposed to be one of the one of the most talented teams in the Sun Belt. Yeah, I mean that's Win- always been winning his thing. the off season. Yeah, winning the yeah. off season exactly. Maybe an F. Yeah, he's a recruiting hero. <laughs> but um, in Arkansas fashion, they get a guy named Butch. It's important down there to have a barbecue sounding name. That is true. <laughs> I do like that. More Butches. Uh, I am pro more Butch coaches. Yeah, definitely. All right, and in Arkansas, I think you're pro more Butch women. <laughs> uh, next up, Terry Bowden. Sturdy hips. That's right. <laughs> Terry Bowden at ULM. Patty C never fade a Bowden in a big game. I can tell you this: we thought it was an A after year one when he went to. Uh, they were terrible the year before. Yeah. And and what they win in year one? They won uh, what? I only. Yeah. Four and eight, but dude, they were projected to be like a one win team or a winless team. There was another guy that was there that might have been part of that. Well, no, because he repeated that again this this year. He went four and eight again. True. <laughs> At ULM, that's like winning the natty. <laughs> I mean Again, you you, you want to see growth. You want to see improvement. So this is a big year. I think just the fact that they got the Bowden name in Monroe, Louisiana is a win. Yeah. You know, from a recruiting standpoint, and a, and a probably a a, fun, a a fundraising standpoint, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this hire, but yeah, I'll give it a, a B, B plus. What? I mean, I think a B plus would be too much. Yeah, probably B, C plus. They beat Louisiana this year. Yeah, that means something. They almost beat LSU two years ago. Uh, let me see. Uh, Louisiana. Dude, they only lost to Coastal by seven. Like I think this team is better. You beat Louisiana. You only lose to Coastal by seven. Only lost to South Alabama by seven. Uh. Yeah. 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 I mean, they you beat Georgia they State. You, you think they can make a bowl year three? They might be able to. I don't know. I'm looking at this. They hovered in some of these years with Matt Viator, Todd Berry, Charlie Weatherby. But the Sun Belt's so much better now. Yeah, it's true. It's unfair to look at that and compare that because they didn't have Marshall. Yeah. And and all these other teams in there. I mean, App State's like a fucking they, they were in the FCS then. Yeah. You James know what I mean? Madison, like, yeah, Madison. Well, they're not Southern very good. Yeah. You motherfucker. Yeah. 
Uh, I gave this a B. We're going back to the B. Let's just say this for every fucking. I said coach. C plus yeah. there. Okay. There okay. you go. Uh, Nick is not a uh, equitable grader. He's an old school grader. The C is right. the the average grade. We're grading on a. We're not grading on a curve. But I want to see improvement from year one to year two. And I didn't it's twenty twenty two, and B is now the average grade. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Well, let's ship. Uh, let's move over to uh, Huntington, West Virginia, where I know. I think he took a few interviews this off season. Who interviewed him? Was it Georgia Tech? I don't know. Someone, someone was considering hiring Charles Huff this off season. I want to say he took an interview. Well, he's somewhere. Done, he's exceeded our expectations. I can say that off. He the top. has yeah, exceeded, but sure. but he has exceeded. But at the same time, he talk about walking into another great scenario. Very yeah. Malzahn like. He walked into a good scenario. He did, but our expectations were still pretty low of him. Not so much based on him because we had no idea who he was, but based on Saban disciples not necessarily succeeding. Well, and the fact they walked Doc Doc Holiday out of there when we're like, wait, what? Yeah, I think we were a little salty about that. I'm still but eager to see though, because he's still got holiday guys, I feel like. Will this be able to maintain they beat Notre Dame, huge win, probably the biggest win in the history of Marshall yeah, football. I, I was about to say yeah. that's the elephant in the room. Let's mention that up front. They won at Notre Dame. Yeah. And that should give him a lifetime contract. Well, probably. he had an even bigger win that same season against JMU. So. <laughs> at JMU. <laughs> at couple JMU. couple well, big road wins. No, but I think that's the problem is consistency. The next week they lose to Bowling Green. They were not <laughs> eighteen point favorites. True. Um, uh, now look, he, he did close the season winning five in a row. So you got a lot of momentum rolling into two, uh, to, to 2023. I think you have to give him at least a B, if not a B plus again, I think you gotta range. go B plus right now. Plus, he's he's like shown it. us not this program's not showing any signs of falling off and look, and he did this. They lost grant Wells, their starting quarterback to Virginia tech last year in the portal. And that might, that might've been a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> They go out and get Henry Columbi, and the guy's looking like uh, no. They, they bench Columbi halfway that's true. through for this that's uh, true. this Fancher fella, Freda wow. Freda Felcher, <laughs> Freda Felcher. <laughs> you know that was the biggest disappointment about the uh, the 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 what was it the uh, remake? The remake. You figured they would base the whole storyline around Freda Felcher. Instead, they choose another chick. Buddy, you only have a five year window to do a sequel. If you do it twenty yeah. years later, it's going to be ass. Right. We've they talked about up. this a million times. Blues Brothers 2000. The Patty C still thinks it's a classic. <laughs> Dude, the best <laughs> like, scene in there's that voodoo. They're in New Orleans. Is when he when he backs up on the uh on the on the off ramp. I, right? I, I, I honestly wouldn't car, be able to remember this. They hit the brakes and the car flies five thousand feet in the air. Oh, that's in the first one. Oh, that's in the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that was an amazing. Maybe that's what I'm okay. remembering. Jeez, you're getting well, confused. Right. Anyway, this this uh Fancher fellow was a freshman, so uh, yeah, to, to, to bring him in and that coincided with the win streak. So I think you have to like, you have to, if you're a thundering herd fan, I think, uh, you know, things are looking up for you. I think there's a high chance he could be the West Virginia coach next year. Yeah, he could be, he could be going elsewhere, West Virginia or somewhere else. So if he, if he's yeah. already interviewing, not the best of signs, but Hey, I mean, you're Marshall. What do you expect? Yeah. You know, I want to look up something. If you guys will bear with me for a sec. I'm looking the at James Franklin guy, by the way, going back to his time at Vanderbilt and uh, uh, Maryland, um, even followed Joe Moorhead to Mississippi state. He was at Penn state with Franklin. As and well. I don't, I don't know if you already mentioned, but another hire where we were kind of, I don't know about this, you know, 
Yeah, they say Saban disciple. He spent like one year with Nick Saban. This is a yeah. James Franklin disciple. There you go. Spent like thirty years with James Franklin. Um, the number six scoring defense in the country, the number eight overall defense in the country. He was the running backs coach at uh, at uh, uh, Alabama, Penn State. Penn State too, and Mississippi number seventeen State. Yeah. rushing offense in the nation. I don't know if you can attribute the uh, defensive. <laughs> You know, success yeah. to his well, running back this, coaching. Bud Foster was high on him. Bud Foster, when we had him on the show, he's like, I went down to Huntington to meet up with uh, Coach Huff, and he goes, I think he's a really cutting edge coach, and I think uh, he's the real deal. Well, he took uh, what was it? Uh, the uh, the Caleb Layborn, the FSU five star, who you know faded out there and and re- re- resuscitated his career, and they had the other guy who was a stud running back for them too. Um, Rashin um, Ali, yeah. Ali, yeah. Maybe he is the preeminent rushing uh, coach in the nation. Charles Huff from Maryland played fullback at Hampton. These old fullbacks. You get what? Who do we mention before? Who was just a, a fullback? Was it Merrill Hodge? No, just <laughs> on this fucking show before we were talking uh, about someone that played fullback. Um, uh, either we? way, yes. The guy on North I Texas who got fired. Well, Seth Lachow. No, I'm talking about. Just tonight, one of these Avalos guys was a linebacker, right? No, no, no. But one of these guys was it Bielma? We're all over the place. No, here. he was a nose know. guard. Someone else. Anyway, was a fullback. fullbacks do know Clark how to coach. Lee was a fullback. Oh, the fucking nice. coach we just talked about. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, I think you got to go B plus right now. I like it. Agreed. B plus. Let's hop on over the Southern Miss and Will Hall. No, he's got a, a boring name. People don't know uh, Will Hall. I like him because he rocks a tie. One of the only old school coaches out there. <laughs> Shout out to Will Hall. Um, he, talk about doing a fantastic job. This guy's the real deal. I'm buying in. I'm buying stock. I was buying stock when they hired him because he's a Willie Fritz guy. All right. And I like Willie Fritz. And Willie Fritz is the real deal. This Will Hall guy. You got to like him. As a head coach, he's 66 and 35 all the time. I like how he says, we don't need a quarterback. We'll put fucking Frank Gore back there and we'll win. <laughs> All right, <laughs> dude. No other program has had worse luck with quarterback injuries the last two years, and he still has a winning record. And they beat Tulane at Tulane. They That's took right. Liberty to four overtimes. Yeah, I guess they should have beat Liberty. Does, te- they were up that whole game. Sorry, that? technically he does not have a winning record at Southern Miss because he went three nine the first year. But last year, they had a winning record. Breakthrough seven and six. I think good things are coming. Frank Gore said he's coming. Remember Frank Gore's quote? He's like transfer portal my ass or something like that. He <laughs> said, I, I'm coming back to Southern Miss. That's They're a gonna, solid family right there. Frank Gore senior. Yeah. Baller. Yeah. They're gonna, the same way. Well, look what he did at West Georgia too in West Alabama. That guy's a that guy's a winner. So, Southern so. Miss, uh, some of the coolest, most slept on uniforms and yeah. vibe. Yeah. That stadium, the uniform. Oh, the vibe, the volleyball court. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Brett Favre. Yeah, you get the joke. Oh, wait, you get wait. the joke there. Is that what they, uh, what it's called? The volleyball court is no, the vibe. That no, that's the. You're not getting the joke. I'm not getting yeah. the joke. Why the is scandal. the vibe? The, Whoa. The, uh, Brett, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, Brett Favre volleyball vibe. You know, what? Brett Favre's daughter was playing at at Southern Miss. Well, obviously, Brett Favre went to Southern Miss. Yeah, they paid for a new volleyball court. Yeah. On oh the vibe. money that was supposed to go to Miss Mississippi people on welfare. Okay. <laughs> so that's the vibe. Is that uh is that the this the, the universities might have a few scumbags. Yeah. But Will Hall certainly not one of them. We like Will Hall. We like Frank Gore Jr. As far and as the football grade, though, like yeah. I think you can give him a B. I don't think you can give him over a B right now. Yeah, I think next year at this time we'll give him an A when they win the Sun Belt next year. <laughs> wow, big 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 words. All right. 
You got look, you got Big Bird with the new coach at Coastal. You got App State who's just I don't know if they're falling off, right? I'm telling you. So Southern Miss, I yeah, Troy and South Alabama. Suddenly the Sun Belt West, I would say. Right. Well, stronger and, division. And that leads you into the last coach. Kane Real Wilmack. quick though, uh it was a Zach Wilkie uh that took over as the uh, starting quarterback for Southern Miss. They had like 30 quarterbacks. Uh, Zach Wilkie. Yeah, it really doesn't matter who the quarterback yeah. is. <laughs> Frank Gore Jr. is their best quarterback. <laughs> well, it does matter if we're trying to accurately project them, but and quarterback development is something that uh, we expect a coach to do. But either way, he's doing the most with less. So Will Hall. Will Hall. Do we give him a grade? Do we give him a grade? B. Okay. Like we're doing with everybody, and then the final name that we're going to cover tonight: Kane Womack. Somebody hit on a nice over with the uh, South Alabama uh, Jazz. Patty C was laughing at me. He was uh, laughing at me when I said South Alabama is going to be a team to watch out. He said they got no identity. I don't know who they are. I said this team <laughs> was. They never had a winning season, if I'm not mistaken, at the FBS level prior to this season. They were the most uninteresting team in college football until this year, <laughs> when they should have beat UCLA ten and if, two. And their two losses are a one point loss at UCLA and a four point loss to and, Troy. And they probably beat UCLA if they don't try a fake field goal. They were with the lead. If they kick the field goal, they go up like four. There's like a minute left. Yeah, disastrous. Uh, they go with the making. fake. UCLA was all over the fake. I think, let alone that they stop it. I think they moved the ball forward back the other way like 30 yards. Well, um, you know what? Maybe that's the secret. Play to win the game. Maybe that's why Kane Womack. Went ten to two. This He's year. a fucking great coach. This is this is an A. They've now, never had I think anything. They'll be breaking yeah. in a new quarterback because Carter Bradley's gone. I don't know. Are they going to go back to Desmond Trotter? Is he still around? He seems I, like I he's think. been there a long time though. But uh, you know, he's not bad. I've watched him. Well, ESPN tells me he's only a junior. So so maybe they'll ha- maybe maybe he's a starter next year. Which you have to love the the uh, experience. So yeah, I, can, I think uh, an A is probably the right grade and. I, I would expect South Bama to be really good next year too. I can tell you this right now, when you look at them, I have the portal pulled up for them. They have no de- people departing at the moment. That's a great right? sign. They, they brought Players in Players are buying in. They brought in uh ivory uh, wide receiver from Memphis, a couple offensive yeah. linemen from the sec. They brought in a running back from Ole miss. Let's Ooh. go. Let's right. go. Boom. That's South Alabama. That's an A. The Jags. Chinarius right. Johnson, a stud uh defense lineman. And uh look, <laughs> I didn't know this about Kane Womack. Dave Womack, his dad, a longtime uh, I guess, Southern Southern bred coach himself, was the DC of Ole Miss most recently. Mm. Uh as as early as or as late as 2016. He's got some some bloodlines in that country down there. There, there, there was also a, a Womack family growing up with us. Was there? Yeah, <laughs> guy uh, graduated with uh, our. Oh, okay, okay. I feel like I remember that. Yeah, I forget his first name. It, it doesn't matter. All right. But, well, look. Before our final <laughs> thing here is we want to take a look at some futures for next year. All right. Um, but o- overall, the best coaching hire in there. It's either Hypole or Leipold, right? Hmm. Womack's probably what third. I think Heifel, you gotta you, g- give it to. You Heifel gotta put number one. I think, right? Yeah. No, Leipel. <laughs> well, because I don't believe Heipel at Kansas would have had them bowling in year two. But you yourself have but have yeah. said that that offense is the cheat code that's a guaranteed to get you seven to eight wins, no matter. But not at Kansas. 
Look, our Bryles took the shit ass Baylor Bears, the, the the joke of the Big Twelve in the nineteen nineties and and probably into the two thousands, and turned them into a legit program with that offense. Uh, Lance well, Leipold in year one, like I said, didn't get spring ball. Beat Texas, scored fifty fucking points plus fifty five or something on Texas. And some coaches mm. are better suited, you know, to to build a team from the ground up like Leipold. Some are better suited to be, you know, Mister CEO driving the Corvette. Yeah, so maybe Leipold's both of them went to the right, right places. Leipold one, Heipold two. Leipold was a CEO at the Division three level with uh, what was it? Wisconsin um, Whitewater. Yeah, so he can drive I, a Ferrari, so to speak. I don't think there's any vets or Ferraris in D three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a Honda Accord at the D three level. <laughs> All right, so look, we got odds for the Natty next year. George is the favorite, and their schedule is awful. Plus two sixty really, for George. Three years in a row, like I can't bet that. No way in hell. Oh, I can. Somebody's got until we get the twelve team playoff. I can bet that. I'm not gonna bet. They're, oh, they're, not, they're not tested. Georgia to win it at plus two sixty. The Natty next year. I'm not betting that. Plus two sixty. I can do it three years in a row. Damn it. Who's the, who's the quarterback? Doesn't matter. Could be you. It really doesn't matter. They're going to the playoff. They're they're basically have a two game season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they'll play probably play a game in fucking Atlanta. It'll be uh, yeah. it'll be uh, New Orleans because the Sugar Bowl it's still will be a home game for yeah. them. Yeah, they'll, they'll play. Uh, yeah, and then unless they're playing LSU. I say something. that's yeah. easily easily the smartest choice. Yeah, plus two sixty. But let me rattle off some more. Bama plus five hundred. I mean, guys, do you realize Georgia was playing a lot of underclassmen this year? I know you have Stetson Bennett, but like Brock Bowers, sure. McConkney, all those guys are back. Good point. Yeah, let's keep in mind too. Yeah, Stetson Bennett was a walk-on. The defense yeah. is supposed to be much better this year than last year. But really, th- when's the last time a, a team's won three championships in a row? Has it happened ever? Yeah, like Minnesota, nineteen thirty-six yeah. to thirty-eight. In modern-day college football, it's never happened. Well, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, close. I'm sure there were some teams that you got to remember how big of a sham this shit is. They probably went ten and two. The national champion went ten and two, and they just deemed a new national champion. You Look, know what I mean? St- they've still had to have a lot of balls go their way to beat Ohio State this year. Oh, they should have lost to Ohio State. They beat Bama. They were down against Bama the, the year no, they before. Didn't, oh yeah, yeah. So I don't. I just don't see it happening. I'm not just getting a it. second chance against Bama alone. Who knows? Uh, what if they don't play Bama? You got to remember SEC than, scheduling. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, it, once they got, to, I'm not even talking about regular season. I'm talking about once they got to the playoffs. They had. They were very. Very touch and go with a couple of games. Give them I mean, complete credit. They have been credit. fortunate on the injury front. That too. Like exactly. they they got they got Marvin Harrison knocked out. They had Jameson Williams and the uh, uh, yeah Mechie out. And uh, uh-huh. even this one, I mean, they would have beat TCU regardless. But Kendra, Kendra <laughs> Miller was was out for them at TCU. Right. That's um, it. Uh, your point stands, Nick. Your point stands, Nick. That. You know, it's been forever since there's been a three three in a row national champion. But if Even we're judging Bama this do it. on a one year basis, on a one year basis, right? Then Georgia is easy. Bama was in the SEC West, though, dude. Yeah, that's the that's the grind in the SEC East. You're on vacation. It's like we can have Bernie's Bama in Jamaica. Still got yeah. to the playoffs every year. They just lost in the playoffs because you know these tough games, close games. It didn't but, always but, go their way. But I also the intangibles there. One year they gave Bama Notre Dame. Come on, that wasn't even a playoff. They just like, hey, 
We're giving you Notre Dame. Yeah, the national we, championship yeah. was, was the SEC championship. Yeah. So, all right. So, is that your favorite bet? I mean, so. No, hold on. Let, let me rattle off the odds. Bama okay. plus five hundred, Ohio State plus seven fifty, Michigan plus a thousand, USC plus fourteen hundred, Clemson plus sixteen hundred, LSU plus eighteen hundred, uh, Florida State plus two thousand, Texas plus twenty two hundred, Tennessee plus twenty two hundred, Notre Dame plus twenty five, <laughs> uh, Penn State plus twenty five hundred, uh, Oregon plus thirty five hundred, Washington plus four thousand, Utah plus forty five hundred. I already have mine. A and M plus five thousand, uh, Oklahoma plus five thousand, and Wisconsin plus six thousand. They're throwing Wisconsin. What the fuck am I missing there? Yeah, unfortunately, um, this is not college basketball where like a large number of teams could win. Like, you can have a surprise team get to the playoffs, TCU this year, yeah. maybe even win the semifinal. But when it comes down to it, there is maybe. Maybe ten teams that could really win it all. Well, that, that, that's well, probably too high. Well, once you get the twelve team, and once the the NIL and the portal start to really that changes. That's what I'm but saying. We're not, like we're talking. I feel like the shift is happening year. right now. The shift is happening, but yeah. I still think it's a year or two away. Yes. Uh, yeah. When the playoffs start, like, that's when the shift yeah. happens. I like Michigan <laughs> at plus a thousand. I like. That's LS- the second best bet. I like LSU at plus eighteen hundred. That's it's, not bad. Yeah, Dude, it's not. not bad. They got to win at Tuscaloosa. They got to go to. No, they don't yeah. even have to win at Tuscaloosa. Let me. I mean, let me see. Alabama's got to lose two then in the SEC. But the the SEC. Who's who does Alabama draw from the East? Uh, they draw. God, I'm not seeing it. Um, Tennessee and no, Kentucky. They got Tennessee this year. They got Tennessee again they next always year. Always get Tennessee. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. And then a road trip to Kentucky. All they have to do lose to Tennessee. But that's in Tuscaloosa. And then they got to go at A and M. They got to go uh, at Mississippi State. They got to go at Auburn. They could take an out. All I'm saying is LSU returns Jaden Daniels, um, and they just won their bowl game, sixty three to seven. They're looking on. fucking good. That bowl game, me, they're probably still yeah. at least like a, a year or two away from really competing at that highest of level. Like, look how long it took Georgia to get there. Dude, uh, they won the national championship two or three years ago. The LSU, and him, uh, LSU. Oh, but but he's saying, who, I'm who, saying LSU now under Brian Kelly because it was I think that was two or three years into uh, Coach O's tenure. Also, well, right? I'm gonna, so you, I'm kinda, gonna you hit a little bit of a reset button with a new coach. Sure, I just think you know they finished the year looking like it. I mean, they lost to Florida State early in the year. You know, the answer here is. Who's got the easiest path besides Georgia? Clemson? Yeah. Give me Clemson <laughs> plus 1600. Plus 1600 yeah. New, yeah. new OC. Club Dude, they play along. nobody. Yeah. They play nobody. Was, yeah. They play nobody. Where, it's basically a fucking Dabo's proven it before. He's the only, only one of these guys that have ever has ever won the national and they can lose a game in the regular season. Well, here's what I want to see. Where is that Florida state game? It's in Clemson. It's in, it's in Clemson. Yeah. Let me double check. Yeah, you're it right. Is, yeah. It is in Clemson. Yeah, you're probably right. Clemson. That's the one, man. What's the what's the plus sixteen hundred? Oh, that's that's good. <laughs> At least like LSU's got to go through the gauntlet of the SEC West. Yeah, so so you have no me, idea what's going to happen there. For me, instead of betting or uh, Georgia plus two sixty, I'd rather sprinkle a little bit on some some better ones like Michigan plus a thousand, Clemson plus sixteen hundred. Yeah. I like the Clemson even more than Mi- look Michigan. I get it from a roster standpoint. I think they're more they're like, ready. Besides Georgia, ready. there's no one else more ready than Michigan. But yeah. They still have to play Penn State, which I think is coming on. Yeah. And Ohio State, which can beat you at any time. And who knows what when Michigan State Tucker does have a winning record against Hardball. The Big Ten East is harder. 
Yeah. So like you're telling me the ACC, which is just kind of like, uh, dude, the ACC is like the express lane on the 405. <laughs> let me say, let me yeah. tell you this though. Uh, if if Clemson has a cakewalk to the uh, and why why not Notre Dame? Why what is Clemson a better team than Notre Dame? Yes. Notre Dame just beat Clemson, right? Am I am I drawing yeah. a blank on in, that? In South Bend. Okay, the game what? is in Clemson this Notre year. Notre Dame lost to Marshall. Notre but Dame they lost to had a brand new fucking coach who was figuring it shit they out. Don't have talent on their wide receivers. They got Ohio State at home. And they Freeman got USC at home. Yet. Yeah, Freeman hasn't proved anything to me. He's a He's proven that he can win a bowl game against a decent opponent this year. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what, what did they do this year? What did what did Don't Notre Dame? <laughs> he, he proved that he could beat both the ACC championship contenders. That should give him at least as good a chance to uh, get through his schedule. With I, no, I guess they have to they go have undefeated USC. though. Yeah, they, they're coming to South Bend. I would think maybe. Best case scenario, Notre Dame surprises and gets to the playoffs, which yeah, they're not going to win happening, it. But yeah. but once they get there, like you really see them winning too. Well, no. they just don't have skill position players yet. To me, like right. they got to get better at wide well, they receiver. They got fucking Sam Hartman, and I don't think that's a <laughs> I don't think that's a great get. Uh, wow, <laughs> what are you talking about? You love Sam Hartman? Yeah, this guy is I do, but so I... high on Sam Hartman until he becomes an Irish, <laughs> right? and then all of a sudden, Mister Hipster Colby Dent can't like him anymore. <laughs> Hartman's great with Dave Clawson. He's a good quarterback. Period. Well, he's we'll the see. best quarterback that's been there for a while. How did Brandon Armstrong do with Tony Elliott? I mean, this guy is sitting here pre How did he do? The the apples to oranges, buddy. How did apples he do? Oranges. How did he fucking do? <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're killing me here, dude. Sam Hartman. They have no wideouts. Michael Mayer's gone. He was like 95 percent of their fucking offense last year. <laughs> I'm still waiting for them to to get some people in the portal, but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, Irv Smith's not walking through that door. So what do we got? We got. Right? <laughs> I mean, are we sleeping on Bama? Who's Bama going to have at quarterback? Bama plus five hundred in any given season seems seems like pretty good money. True. Pretty good bet. True. Sure. I got Chattanooga on November eighteenth. <laughs> the Moxer, the rivalry dog. Right. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, Bama, Bama. I think Bama. Yeah, Bama's your other bet, but the SEC West is harder. That's why you go Georgia. You're looking for least resistance here. That's why the whole four team playoff sucks. Because are you really getting the four best teams? Or are you getting the four teams with least resistance, like Michigan this past year? Yeah, dude. Georgia yeah. this year might be. It might be the stupidest, most obvious example of why the playoff needs to expand. It's like they have pulled the Georgia Alabama, or Michigan, Michigan, both, <laughs> both. But I think Georgia's even worse, in my opinion. Really? Because Georgia, I think, is ahead of Michigan. I think there's there's literally zero chance Obviously. Georgia loses a game this season. There's zero chance. I mean, I don't think you can say I think Georgia is ahead of Michigan. Georgia is ahead of yeah. Michigan, especially yeah. we saw them play a couple of years. But I would just say I think Michigan's schedule is worse than Georgia's. This it's year. it's right there, and Georgia's a whole step a, a ahead of Michigan right now. Georgia's going undefeated. It's not about whether Michigan's probably going undefeated. It's true. <laughs> we'll probably see them <laughs> yeah, in the national yeah, championship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah, that's our play there. Folks subscribe to the college football experience all year, all off season. Dundee. I'm taking a little trip to Arizona over the next couple of days, but I'll have some episodes out. But when I come back five days a week, the college football experience, will be breaking down stuff, the portal, all this Woo. crazy shit. The PAC 12 supposedly releases their schedule tomorrow. The big 12 is supposed to be any day since December. We'll break it all down when it happens. Obviously, ACC. I think it's January thirty first. 
Then we got the, 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 the mid majors releasing their conferences. After that, we got you covered here on the college football experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. Also check out the college basketball experience every single night. I'm here breaking down games for you on the college basketball experience. Subscribe, check out the college baseball experience. No Phoenix going to, that season goes into full swing in February. No pun intended. Hello. Right around the corner. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. Also check out the sports gambling podcast and get over to iTunes. We just celebrated a brand new year, folks. You know what that means? I need some fucking reviews guys. Right? <laughs> get on there and throw yeah. out the five stars. We're who, bringing who hate. Who said Kansas would go into a bowl game. I was laughed off a fucking show. All right. <laughs> I was on, dude. I was. That on, was me. I laughed you yeah. off our uh, show. Our show, yeah. <laughs> I was laughed off another show though recently when I said TCU was going to beat Michigan. Hey, just saying. Gave you these idiots out these there. And up we're, winners. We're bringing it correct. We're coming yeah. correct. Subscribe, please. Get on over to iTunes. Give us a five star review. What are you doing? Takes a minute out of your fucking day, people. Do it. Uh, give NC Nick a follow on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. Give Patty C a follow on Twitter at Patty C831. Give me a follow at the Colby D. Don't forget the college football experiences on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. We got you covered. All right, folks, get the SGPN app in the App Store, Google Play Store, and uh, it's free to download. Go get that and then come talk college football with us or basketball, whatever your, your cup of tea is. Discord. All right. We're always talking in there. Sportsgalingpodcast.com slash Discord. There you go. Uh, and then until, uh, until, until next week, until yeah, we meet next again. Week or, you know, there'll be a couple episodes probably before, before then. So this is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Fight for your life.